I wanted to start with just kind of sharing my story with you guys. Um, and the scripture connects with my story, but um, basically I grew up in a Christian home and I, uh, I grew up going to Canacook, if any of y'all are familiar with that. It's a Christian athletic camp. And so whenever I was in, mm, I don't know what grade it was, I was about six years old is whenever I like asked Jesus into my heart. Um, but I don't remember that like really affecting me at the time. I didn't really know what that meant for me then. Um, and then whenever I was in fourth grade, my parents got divorced and it kind of just like wrecked my world. It was super hard and confusing and I felt really angry. Um, and I just kind of like isolated and I didn't know like who I was or where I fit at the time. Um, and it wasn't until later on, it was about like my eighth grade year, that I started spending time with um, one of my good friends named Darcy. She was in college at the time and just different people. Like my mom had gotten remarried and I got really close to my stepsister. Um, different people who just were telling me about Jesus and I was like seeing um, something different than what I was feeling and experiencing at the time. Um, they were just so full of this like joyfulness and I wanted to experience that. Um, and so I started asking more questions and trying to kind of like see what that meant for me. Um, and then it was before my sophomore year of high school that I like officially remember um, the gospel just like changing my life. And I remember hearing like, that Jesus, I knew that Jesus died on the cross for me, but it was then that I was like, this man, Jesus, he walked the earth and he died on the cross for me and paid for my sin. Um, and he wants, like he did that because he wants relationship with us. He wants to know us and spend time with us and be with us. Um, and I just started to understand kind of like why all these different people I was seeing um, this like joyfulness that I didn't really understand. And so um, now I'm going to read you all the scripture and you'll see why I was sharing that stuff with you. But Philippians 1, 1 through 11 says, um, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God for every remembrance of you, always praying with joy for all of you in my every prayer because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Indeed, it is right for me to think this way about all of you because I have you in my heart and you are all partners with me in grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how deeply I miss all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And I pray this, that your love will keep on growing in knowledge and every kind of discernment, so that you, are, that you may approve the things that are superior and may be pure and blameless in the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So, um, I just was thinking about how, specifically in verse 6, it talks about how he starts this good work in us, and he promises that he's going to carry it to completion. Um, and that's really where it starts, is like 
deciding and putting our faith in, um, like, knowing and trusting that Jesus died on the cross for us. Um, And that's where this, like, change in me started to happen, where I had seen it in all these other people of, um, like it talks about in here, the fruit of righteousness that I had been so, like, whoa, that's really cool, that's really beautiful, and that's something that I want to experience. Um, That's when that change started to happen, which that comes through this relationship with Jesus, which is what I was so drawn to of being like, the reason that that happened is because Jesus wants to be with us. And it's not just this amount of like mustering up like good performance or behavior or doing something well enough or right enough. It's just knowing God and knowing his heart. Um, And so I was thinking like, when I think about that, that just makes me think about like, who do, I, who do I enjoy spending time with? Who do you guys like enjoy to spend time with? And um, like, why do you love to be around them a whole bunch? And um, when I thought about that for myself, I was thinking about my good friend Simone that I lived with for two years in college. Um, her and I spent just like every day together. We did everything together. Um, and we had like, She'd come home with me before, and I'd gone home with her before from college. Um, And so there was one day that I remember um, her mom calling her. And whenever Simone answered the phone, her mom said, Holly? And Simone was like, no, it's me. But her mom said, oh, you guys just started to sound like each other. Um, And I just think that that is so true to, like, growing in relationship relationship to Jesus is like this promise that like he's going to make us like him and he's going to carry it on to completion and the more that we spend time with him and the more that we know him our voices start to sound the same or like we it says in verse what verse is it verse um nine I pray this that your love will keep on growing in knowledge and every kind of discernment so that you may approve the things that are superior and may be pure and blameless. Um, That's like with Simone and I, we spent so much time together that I knew how she sounded and she knew how I I sounded. And I knew what she enjoyed to do and I knew what she didn't really like to do. And that's the same thing with us and Jesus is whenever we're spending time with him, we start to learn this. We start to grow in this love and discernment, which is just like knowing Like, if you have conflict with a friend or a hard conversation with someone or um, you don't really want to do something, by then, you like, the more that you're spending time with Jesus and know these things, then you know his heart and you know, like, what hurts his heart and you know what honors him and you know how, um, yeah, you, like, you care about that. Like, with Simone, I, like, want to make sure that we're not doing something that upsets her or she doesn't really enjoy doing. Um, But at the same time, I know that if I mess up or I hurt her feelings, like with the Lord, um, there's nothing we can do that's like too big or too wrong or too bad because he's promised us that he is going to carry that on to completion. And he just wants to continue like picking us up in his arms and walking us with him and growing more and more in the fruit of righteousness that comes. Um, And that just becomes like, 
that becomes your joy and your delight when you're experiencing that and you're experiencing how good he is. Um, and yeah, so verse 11 kind of closes that out that um, you learn that discernment and you get to know him and you're filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus. So not you just like performing, that's like getting to know him and he just, he just does that through you. He just works that um, by praying to him and um, talking to him and reading his word. It says in um, Hebrews 4.12 that the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of the soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It's able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So when we're talking and spending time with him and hearing and starting to learn him and also we're spending time in the word that's like actively changing us and like growing this fruit of righteousness. Um, Yeah, so anyway, he's really great and he loves you guys a lot and he's gonna carry things on to completion and um, grow this beautiful garden and fruit of righteousness.